is the word busy when we say it is a reflection of how focused we actually are on our priorities. And so when this talks, when this quote talks about busy as being lazy, what it means is if you say that you're busy, it means you don't know how to prioritize. It means you don't know how to, how to really discern what is important and what is not. So therefore, we think we should do it all. What's up, y'all? I've got a Life Truth Trevor Truck Talk episode that I think is going to hit you as hard in the gut as it did hit me. So I want to ask you this question. How many of you listening have said this in the past week? How many of you have said this in the past 24 hours? How many of you said this in the past month? How many of you say this routinely as a part of your life? And here's what I'm going to be asking you. How many of you say when you're talking to someone and they ask how you're doing, you go, oh man, busy. How many of you are proud when you say that? How many of you are, how many of you are proud to be busy? I know I've said that more times than I can count. I've said that as a knee-jerk reaction for years, up until about a year ago. Up until about a year ago. That was my answer. How you doing? Oh man, dude, doing busy. Um, but it's good busy. I, I like. I started to change it to this. I started to change it to a, to a, oh, a good busy though, a good busy. Guys, this life truth, when I read this, it hit me in the gut so hard where I'm like, oh my gosh, that's so true. That is so true. And I've started to really change the way I look at life. I changed the way I look at business, changed the way I look at the word busy in my lexicon, and I don't use it anymore. I don't use the word busy. If a team member of mine says, oh man, I've got a busy week. If we're hopping on our daily huddle uh, with my leadership team and they're like, oh, I got a really busy day. I now take that as a trigger, as a really bad thing. If, if a leader would have said that two years ago, I'm like, man, that person's working their butt off. Kudos to them. Today, I go, hmm, what's wrong? And so if you say the word busy, if you say you're busy, if you answer that when someone asks you, this is gonna hit you in the gut, I think, as well. So here's life truth coming from the book, The Coaching Habit, and uh, it's about busy, all right? Busy is bad. Busy is bad. There's never a good busy. Being busy is a form of laziness. Guys, let me read this again. This is just the first part of it. Busy is bad. There's never a good busy. Busy is a form of, of laziness, okay? Lazy thinking and indiscriminate action. So let me read the whole thing in, uh, once again. Busy is bad. Busy is a form of laziness. Okay? Lazy thinking and indiscriminate action. Now let me break down this quote in all of its little pieces here because it's so powerful. Each one of those words is powerful. So why is busy bad, y'all? And why is it lazy? And let me let me relate to it in my own life, and maybe you can relate to it in your own in your life as well. So whenever I whenever I find myself getting busy, it's usually because obviously there's too many things on your plate. Like what what is busy? B busy is I've got too many things going on that it feels like I'm running around doing a lot of things. We rarely ever feel that we're busy when we're just relaxing. So let's say you're on vacation and you're sitting there by the beach and you're enjoying it, you're soaking it in and 
and you're just you're just you know you're you're just soaking in the sun you're you're reflecting you're relaxing you're getting rejuvenated i don't think any of us would ever mark ourselves in that moment as busy okay or when we're with our spouse or with a loved one and we're just really intent and we're focused we're not looking at our phone we're 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 just soaking up the moment and enjoying it i don't think we'd ever in that moment say that we're busy right um, you're out there running or exercising. You're doing lots of things, right? You're moving your body. You're physically doing lots of things. But I don't think any of us in that moment ever say that we're busy. We might be jogging or exercising and listening to a podcast. Maybe that's what you're doing right now. But I don't think that we would say that we're busy in that moment. Okay? So where busy comes in is we start to look at a time period. We look at a day. We look at an hour. We look at a week. We look at a month. We look at... We, we box ourselves into some sort of a time period, okay, that we then want to categorize to the person we're talking to about how it looks as far as how focused I am. And that's what it really is, y'all, is the word busy when we say it is a reflection of how focused we actually are on our priorities. And so when this talks, when this quote talks about busy as being lazy, what it means is if you say that you're busy, it means you don't know how to prioritize. It means you don't know how to, how to really discern what is important and what is not. So therefore, we think we should do it all. Okay? And I'll give you a few examples. I'll give you some examples at work and some examples at home. And, and guys, I'm not saying these from a point of I've figured this out. I'm saying this from a point of recognize that busy is not good. Busy is bad. There's no form of busy that's good, okay? Busy is a form of laziness. Busy is lazy thinking. Busy is indiscriminate action. That's the angle I'm taking this from that I, I want to recognize, man, if I feel busy or if I say I'm busy, why is it? Where is it that I am being lazy in my thinking? Where is it that I'm doing things I probably shouldn't be doing in the first place? And that's what I want you to think about. Like, I don't want you to feel bad about being busy. I want you to, to have it be a trigger. Oh man, I said that word to somebody. Now let me pull back and, and think, where am I being lazy right now in my thinking? Where did I decide to do some things I should not have done? This shouldn't be on my list today. Okay, and then how do I prioritize better to eliminate the busy, to make sure I'm doing the right things? That's what I want you to use this episode to, to do, to use it as a tool for you moving forward when, uh, not if, because you will be busy. You will get busy. You'll probably say the word busy again. I want you to have this be a trigger to recognize how to become unbusy, become focused. The opposite of busy is focused, okay? So when do we, we become busy? Well, we, we become busy when it's on a Monday and we're sitting there charting out our week and it's on the second week of the month and you might be behind your goals a little bit or maybe you're, maybe you even hit them. Excuse me, yawning, 3.50 in the morning, a little bit of yawn. Uh, you may be even hit, hitting them, but you're looking at this mountain you've got to climb in business and this, these things that you want to achieve or these problems in the business that you need to solve or these opportunities that you need, you want to tackle. And you're looking at this list getting bigger and bigger and you're sitting there going, okay, I've got these 14 things this week and, and in your mind, you think you can tackle it, right? We almost never, when we, were, when we create a to-do list, we almost never think we can't do it. It's, it's when we get into the week 
in your in, in Wednesday and Thursday and other things pop up that we let pop up that we let get us busy and we start to have this creep of other activities into our schedule and then you're like oh my gosh how did I get to this spot my top five priorities that I charted out for the week I've only been able to get through one and it's Thursday or I've been able to get through two and it's Thursday but I'm busy. I feel like I'm doing lots of things, but not accomplishing the most important things. Okay, busy can be at home. Busy can be at home where it's Tuesday and you know you have two daughters who have dance and you have a son who has baseball practice and you have to go get the oil change and you gotta go get dinner and you, you start to list all these things and you and your spouse, you know, you and your wife, your husband, whatever it is, you start to go, oh my gosh, how are we gonna get all this done? You get you get home drained, you get home wondering, oh my, what is this life that I baked my way into? I love the opportunities we're giving to our kids. I love that we get to do these things, but man, this is busy. And you talk to a friend at lunch or over coffee and they say, how are things doing? You go, oh man, it's really busy. But you say it with a smile. And I don't think that's a good thing anymore. It's just not a good thing anymore. Busy's bad. It's indiscriminate thinking. Uh, have a friend and mentor who a couple of years ago called called uh, me and another friend out on this. Now, I'm not going to say that I agree with everything this friend and mentor says. I love him to death. And he's convicted in his advice. And I, and, I, and I soak up his advice wholeheartedly. And I take a lot of it. And I probably need to be far more open to, to more of it. Uh, but this one definitely did hit me. We were trying to find a time for our families to get together. And I remember talking to him on the phone or text messaging with him anyway. And then we ended up talking in person shortly after that. And um, he said, Trevor, it seems like it's always really tough for, for us to get together. And, and uh, yeah, we're all busy. He used those words. He said, we're all busy. But he said, it seems like it kind of um, becomes more of a theme you know, for you. And this was a season for me for sure where I was going through some leadership challenges and, uh, you know, it happened to be like right there in the time when it was spring and you know, my daughter's dance. And I'm, I'm the example that I mentioned before my daughter's dance. My son was playing baseball and my wife worked at that time. She doesn't work anymore and things like that. And he said, hey, God. you know, Brady, you don't have to edit that out, man. It's real life, dude. It's four in the morning driving to the airport. So, um, what he said was, he said, all of those things are, are valuable, right? They're all enriching. But when you do too many of those things at one time, all it is is busy and it actually zaps away from the quality of your life. And he said, and in my mind, I'm thinking, dude, like, I don't know what to do right now, right? I've, I've got these leadership challenges I'm going through. I just need to find the leader so I can get through these things and that, that'll free me up. Give me a month, that'll free me up on that. And, my kid wants to play baseball. My daughters want to do dance. And my wife works. Like, what am I going to do about it, right? What, what, am I going to tell my kids they can't do anything? They just have to, like, follow me around all day or tell my wife she can't work or just, like, quit working right now? Like, what, what am I going to do about it? That's, what's going, that's what was going through my mind. And he said, he said, we're going to keep on facing these opportunities that we can tackle where our kids want to do this and our kids want to do that. And, and uh, you want to do this and you want to do that. And he said, ultimately, we have to decide which things are the things we should actually do in that season and which things we should put off for another season. And he said, if you have season after season where where sports take priority, 
over certain things, you said that's where, where we have to decide how much do we let our kids' schedules make ourselves busy and how much do we really coach and love on our kids in a way that says, hey, we're just not doing this. And if you want to do this, you have to make a real decision whether uh, you want to do this or this other thing, not both of them at once right now. And that's still a hard thing for me to say because I know growing up, I got so much value out of sports. You know, I got so much value out of doing those things. And, and yeah, we were busy. You know, we, we, in the summers, I played baseball. My brothers played baseball. We all were on different baseball teams. Um, and I, and I don't regret that for a minute, but at the time I didn't have empathy for my parents. I didn't have empathy for my parents that during those probably five to six, five to seven years, man, summers were baseball. Our vacations were baseball. My parents never, ever went on a vacation in the summer without us. Never. My parents never went on a vacation. And we, none of us never went on a vacation in the summer that I can remember, uh, other than maybe camping a couple times that wasn't related to baseball. Now, were those vacations awesome? Were those trips awesome around baseball? Yeah, they were great. But could we have had equally, if not better, amazing experiences um, if we had chosen to say, you know what, we're going to do this baseball activity and this one and this one, but we're not going to do this one. We're not going to do them all. We're not going to let busy be our constant. And I think our life would have been even more enriched. You know, my parents would have been able to, to, to take us different places, maybe see some national parks or Yellowstone or, you know, what, things like that. But uh, those even greater experiences weren't had because busy became the thing in the summers. And so I want to ask you that question. Are you too busy? Are you saying the word busy too much? Are you saying I'm busy when someone asks you? Are you saying, oh, man, I'm doing great. Doing bu I'm busy. You know, busy as in things are happening, right? Guys, busy is bad. Let me read this again. Busy is bad. There's never a good busy. Being busy is a form of laziness, lazy thinking and indiscriminate action. So I'm going to finish up this Trevor Chuck talk with this. I don't just want to throw a problem on you and not show you how to solve it. So how do I solve busy? Well, this is what I do and this is what I do with my leaders as well is I do something, <clears throat> number one, called the energy audit. So carrot.com forward slash energy. If you get to a spot where you're busy too much, you likely are getting your energy drained. And so I go through that once a quarter or and or when I get to a spot where I feel like I'm getting too busy, especially if the busy is a draining busy. So carry.com forward slash energy, take the energy audit. It's gonna take you 15 minutes every quarter. And that 15 minutes, y'all, is gonna help you realize where you're becoming busy and, and which things are draining your energy. Those are the very first things to get off of your lap and become less busy and more focused. Number two is I adopted about two or three years ago um, a process where I come up with five commits, okay? So I, I always think of things in chunks of five. And so when I'm looking at the month, I plan out my month by looking at my quarterly goals. And I say, okay, what are the top five things that are most important that I do or that I focus on making happen this month in order to achieve those goals for the quarter? What are the top five things? Don't write down a list of 10. Don't write, write, don't write down just one thing. I write, I write down the top five and then I order them importance. Priority one, two, three, four, five. Now here's why that's important. Okay, here's why that's important. Uh, when I used to do things where it was just like, I'd write a big old list, so it might be 10 or 15 things, I, I even went to the other extreme where I said, let me just write down my one most important thing this month. Okay, here's what would happen is on one extreme, if I'd write down 10 or 15, 
I would probably do the things that are the easiest and I'd get to the end of the month and I'd knock down six of, I'd knock down six of my top 10 things and feel all proud. But then I wouldn't be closer to my goals because uh, three of those things were actually the most important and the six I got done really didn't move the needle. So I was busy doing things that really didn't move the needle. Um, and the three things I really should have done, I didn't do because it, they were just three of 10 things. And my main priority was just trying to knock off more items, not the right items. On the other extreme, when I would just have one item on my list for the month and say, man, this is my top priority, everything goes into it, is let's say I would get that one item done and then I would start to just, you know, fiddle faddle, dilly dally on a bunch of other random things after that. I wouldn't really have my priority of going, what's next? Like, what's the next important thing? And so I would get, I would get my number one thing done, but then I really wouldn't move the needle as much because I wouldn't be clear. I wouldn't be clear on what was next, what was next, what was next. And so I moved to a top five thing. And I actually borrowed that from Gary Keller, Keller Williams. I was talking to Jay Papasan, uh, the co-author of The One Thing book with Gary Keller. And if you haven't got that book, The One Thing, get it, because it's amazing. And um, I, asked, I asked Jay when I was interviewing him for the Carrot Cast, hey, what, what do you do? Like, what, is, what does Gary Keller do with his direct reports to help them be focused on the one thing? And he said, we have this thing called the 411. And the 411 for Keller Williams, Gary Keller asked all of his leaders, to deliver to him their top five priorities in, in at work and at life for that month um, and list them out. And he has, they have to get them to, them, to him by eight o'clock, uh, the first work day of the month. So if the first work day of the month is Wednesday, uh, they've got to get Gary hit, uh, their top five personal and top five work-related priorities for the month by 8 a.m. He reviews them, he coaches them, uh, where he sees that, that, that they need to put priority somewhere else, and then they agree upon them, then they evaluate them each week. Hey, how are you doing on your top five priorities? Okay, so I do that as well with my leaders, and I do that for myself, and I put it in my habit tracker. Go to carrot.com forward slash Trevor, and you can download my productivity sheet where I use it for my top five priorities for the week, for the month, and uh, for the day. Okay, next, do the same thing for the week. What are your top five priorities for the week? And then last, do the same thing every single day. When you pull up that routine and goal tracker, ask yourself, what are my top five for the day? And then motor down those top five. Don't have a list of 10, don't have a list of 20, just five. When you get the five done, stop for the day. Enjoy it, celebrate it, okay? But make sure your day is scheduled to get those five done. Make sure your week is scheduled to get those five done. And that's where you have to do it. Nail the five, be clear on what the five are, and then look at your schedule and make sure your schedule actually reflects uh, carving out the time to do those five. Okay, and that's it, guys. That's how you do it. So I want you guys to, to win back your time, buy back your time. Less is, uh, is better. Uh, busy is bad. Make your top five for the month, the week, and the day. Make sure your schedule matches that. And then every time you find yourself saying, I'm busy, I want you, I want you to pull back and say, okay, where am I thinking lazily and where do I not, where do I not recognize my top five commitments and where am I letting a bunch of things that are not priority creep into my schedule? You guys have an amazing rest of the week. If you like this episode, go to Instagram, follow me on Instagram, trevor.mock, hit me with a DM and let me know which episode you like, how, what you took away from it and take a screenshot of this episode on your cell phone, take a picture of it uh, on your car, wherever you're listening to this and tag me on Instagram after you get out of your car. Uh, tag me on Instagram 
and uh, and let me know what you loved about it. Every single month, I'm going to pick a winner out of those people that tag an episode in Instagram to me. Uh, you take pictures, share it with your friends. I'm going to sh- I'm going to grab a winner where I'm going to be sending out carrot swag, my favorite book that month, all kinds of cool things that only comes from people who share this with their audience. If you got something from this, I want you to change the life of somebody else as well. Help them become less busy, y'all. Give us a rating and review. Appreciate that out of you. We'll see you next week.